Feeding a Thought, a forum created to share one's thoughts and views to provide thoughtful, provocative conversation to assist one to making the necessary adjustments as they cope with life challenges. By no means does this podcast attempt to persuade you to see things as I do. Just an opportunity to look at things from a different perspective. You know what? Let's talk. All of us are trying to do what we feel is best for us and our children, those that have kids. And a lot of times we sit back and we create these ideals in our mind what our kids will one day become. And then we have the same concept for ourselves. And we're driven when we start making these plans. You know, when the first time you hold your child in the hands, you start thinking about all the possibilities of things that you would like to see them achieve. And as they grow up, you start seeing them mature in a way and they start leaning to the ideas or maybe what you view them to do or they come up with their own. And then you go from dreaming to now implementing your plan to help them to be successful in the things they set out to do. Being the great parent, being the great role model, you're there encouraging them, support them. And then the bomb drops, kaboom. Your kid was so driven and so focused to do all these things and then realization kicked in that there might be some limitations, some restrictions that you, he or she did not see. And their mind shift. Most of the time when kids hit around 13, they start, as they say, smelling their self. They start coming into their own ideas and they get boy crazy or girl crazy. And they start looking at things a little different than what the plan was. Up to that point, they were driven to be successful in the things that you two may have sat down and agreed to based off in your vision, based off in their vision. And together y'all collaborated and you came up with one total vision and we were going to do it. And then somebody threw a monkey wrench in it and we spent a little bit out of control. And that happens on both sides of the ladder because sometimes parents, as much as we try to do, there are times when things hit the fan and we have to revamp our decision, revisit it, and sometimes we never get back to it. So now everything that we had planned now changing, we have to alter some things. Because at one time you were sure your kid was going to college, going to be this, but then life challenges hit you And you don't even know where you're going to stay at from the next day to the next. Or something happens, catastrophic in your house and things change where you had two incomes down to one. And you're still driven that you want your kid to have the best chance in life. But then your kid doesn't help you out neither. They're now failing in school. They're more focused on other things. And now school or college is not something they want to do. So now you're struggling trying to figure out how to get them back on this path that y'all agreed to earlier in life, and now we're struggling. And it doesn't help that when the kid continues to go off the grid and now do more things that cause you and them to have more distance in your conversation. For example, they do something that you taught them not to do and you gave them everything they could and you explained that you should never steal or take that what don't belong to you, and now they caught shoplifting. Oh my God, a red flag throws up, and now the kid is labeled as another negative in the group of kids their age. Now you try to explain to them, and you say, hey, this is something that we don't do, blah, 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 blah. We have this dialogue, and instead of them embracing it, that they're sorrowful, they now feel that you're the one that's driven, so they do the 
blame game. Had you not did this, this is your fault, whatever. And if we're not a strong parent and we're not strong in ourselves, we'll start blaming ourselves for what our kids do. Now, on the flip side, there are some times when we haven't been the best parents we could be. We have allowed life to bring difficult situation that we could have prevented. And most of the time is when that role model, that other significant factor, the husband or the wife ends up leaving. And now is you facing these kids alone. And now you being a male go after a female companionship, which is the life of a single man. Yet you have two kids and the kids are not old enough to fend for themselves, but they see you trying to find some happiness through entertainment of other uh, with, with women's other than their mother. And then you're so focused on that that you're losing the time that you spend watching them do their homework and showing that they do the things that they're required to do, that they will get the grades until you get the report card and you realize that they're failing. Now, I know there's a great responsibility on the child to do what they need to do in order to keep it. But as a parent, we have to put our part in there as well. I'm not saying that we should do their homework for them. But what I am saying is that we should be an active member in their studies. Vice versa, then a woman who now lost her husband due to whatever measures, and she's still young and, and energetic and feel that she has a life, and she decided and now she's ready to go and date. But the focus of her date, she's selecting people that are not the best for her and her family. And I'm not putting down women, but I'm just saying how the situation is a negative spiral. And her entertaining different people causes another negative to go. She has a house full of girls. And she see mama do this, the little girl that is. And maybe in her back of her mind, she says, I'm not going to do what mama did. Not that mama did anything wrong, but she might be mad with mom because mom is spending time with someone other than her. Where the other one may sit back and say, let her do what she do because she's not engaged with the mother. See, there's always one closer than the other. The one that's closest may feel rejected. The one that is distant will remain distant. But guess what? The dream and the vision that you have for the kids have now changed. They go back in survival mode, trying to fend for themselves. It's amazing how kids can be trying to survive living in the same house with mom and dad or mom or dad with other siblings. And, and they can never grasp this because we don't see the warning signs that they need help. We don't see the warning signs that they're calling for attention. And there's some kids that call for too much attention. So as a parent, we got to understand how to balance that. But wait a minute. Pause. What happens when. Your son is calling for attention from mom or dad and y'all too busy doing other things. Let's pause again. Y'all so engaged in trying to make dollars plus cents that we forget about the personal things that the kid need. That one-on-one, that how you doing today. Even if someone for a short second coming and cuddle with them and telling them everything going to be all right. Or y'all working towards this. Keep them engaged. Keep them knowing that you're looking for the best for them and you still have these goals and vision for them. No matter how they drop the ball or how they trip off or how you messed up. Let the kids know that they're your highlight of your life. That doesn't mean that you put your life on hold. But you let them know that you have a life too. But nothing will come between you and them. Huh. See, sometimes we carry it too far and we lose ourselves in the shuffle. I don't think it's because we try to, parents, that is. But life causes certain things to happen that we were not comfortable for. We weren't prepared for, I should say. And so what we do is we fall in survival mode as well. 
Yeah, survival mode. Why is that? It's amazing how we can have a well-orchestrated plan. All the I's dotted and all the T's crossed. But when the first hiccup comes in our life, we throw it out and we go into the survival mode. If we will go back in time, we'll realize that from a child being born, there's a certain adjustment that needs to be made. Some kids react different to that adjustment. Some kids may embrace just being born as, hey, I'm here. And I move at a slower pace where you have some are ready to go, eager to get things done. You see, as they start developing, you'll see how quick they learn how to crawl, or how quick they run and how quick they pick up things. Then you have some of them that you need to coach and push a little bit along, but they get there, but it's at a slower pace. You have to know your kids. You have to know their limitations. You need to know your own limitations. Yes, I know some of us had kids early in our life, unexpected due to whatever reason. We had kids and we grew up with our kids. But I still think that there should be a place where you establish that you're a mom or you're a dad and they're the child. I know a lot of times when people had kids at a young age, they grew up with their kids. So both of them kind of matured together. But they never set that boundary between parent and child. I'm not saying that this is the best scenario for everybody has because life throws this curve and how you deal with it all, I mean, really depend, um, creates what your future is going to be. But just because you had a messed up childhood doesn't mean that you have a messed up adulthood. Look at all the factors that mom and dad or dad and mom did not do to create a better outline for you. Now, I'm not saying them providing for you. I'm not saying that they didn't go out and, and make sure you had food in the table. Stuff. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about that mental connection that you miss, you know, that love and support that you needed. You have to own up to that. And I'm talking to you kids. You have to own up to, to that and tell them what you need. Never go through life. And this happens for parents as well as children going through life because they didn't get the love and protection they needed at kids. They start reaching out to other things to fill that void when you could just went over there and say, I just need a hug. Parents, there's no reason why we can't hug our kids and tell them that we love them when we do love them, but we just can't find a word to say it. We can't hug our kids because we have wait till they're 16 and we should be hugging them when they were babies. Well, didn't you hug them when you was baby? You was carrying them then. You made sure they ate. Make sure you changed the pamper. But as they got older, you decided that you need to get away from that. You were always kissing on their forehead and tell them have a great night. Watching them, tucking them in at bed. Half of your parents did like I did. You would go when they were first born. You would check the bed to make sure you wake them up a little bit because you were too scared that crib death would cause them. You know, that they were passing the time of night. You made sure you checked it. And as they grew up, you... You kind of weaned away from shaking the bed. You watched them, though, and you could see them fend for themselves. And you were so proud to be the dad or mom of their life. And again, going back to the vision and plan that you created for them. But because life throws this curve and it throws a curve in all of us. But we have to be able to say, even with the thrown uh, bad rocks and the bombs blowing up, we have to be able to keep the family whole. See, this is why we're failing. The family structure is gone. We don't sit back and keep our dream alive. Life has always got its curve. It always got its bombs. And I'm not saying that it's easy to bounce back from. But we need each other. We need a strong family front. We need to have somebody that can hold us and tell us it's going to be all right. I remember somebody telling me one time that mama lied to me and tell me everything will be all right, even though it's not. 
I'll take that and I can live on. Or daddy, tell me that I'm going to be successful even though things are not looking as good as it is today. That gives me hope to push on. I'm not saying in no means to lie to your children, but that's how much your voice means to them. Just think about it. They're not getting that voice. And then when they go up and things go in the negative, you sit there and blame yourself and then you blame him because I told him he should have did. I told him this, but maybe the only reason they did that is because they wanted your attention because you stopped talking to them. Maybe you occupied with other things in life and you forgot about them in the hurdle. A lot of times things go on. We know that we're connected. We know that we're still in the right place with our kids, but trying to make it happen, sometimes we lose a little bit of focus. I'm just saying to you all, you're better than this. You were blessed with these seeds, your seeds. You were blessed to carry them, blessed to help them. You have been blessed to hold them. And these little seeds are your seeds. I know we took on the obligation to give them our very best. And no matter how life those is curves, we still have to do that. Maybe some of us don't know how to. But you must have at some time. Because I don't believe God will put nothing on you unless you could take care of it. And you've done that. Don't let the world dictate your outcome for your kids. Yes, they may not be able to go college straight out of high school, but they can go college later. If both of y'all work together and come with a plan, if that's their goal. But if their goal is to do something else, embrace that and support them. I tell them all, be you. Be the best you you can be. And this way you'll be happy. Because it's no different than going to school and waste all that money and you're not happy when you can be sitting here getting a nine to five at whatever store you want or whatever you want to do. But if you find joy in that, that's all right. And some kind of way you'll be successful in that. It may not be as lucrative as your mom or your dad may think that you you should be. But what if it's something that makes you happy? I think we should sit down with our kids and kids sit down with your parents and talk to them and tell them some of your goals, your admirations, your visions. And see together if y'all can't come with a plan to make it happen. And then be open, parents, to be real with your children. Tell them. If they are struggling in an area and they're trying to be successful in that, it's cr- to create a career in that, and the odds of that happen is slim to none, sometimes you have to tell them because if they don't have the capability now and they're not willing to put and the grind in to make it happen, you have to be truthful with them and say, well, maybe we need to look at something else. Because this here may bring you harder because you may never achieve it because you don't have the drive that is needed to make it happen. Oh, mom, you put me down. Oh, dad, you said, no, I'm being real with you. I'd rather put you down in a way to build you up than versus let the world spit you out. Y'all can think on that one. Because the world is not going to be fair. But one thing I can say, the world is the same for everybody. You might say, well, somebody got money, whatever, but it's the same. They still have to go through the same situation that you go through. Health doesn't change for nobody. Your mind doesn't change for nobody. You might have finances, okay, but they still have something they have to deal with that even in the richest state you are, there is something that could trouble you. There's something that can happen and shift your whole life. I'm just saying. Parents, if you hear anything that I say, children, if you hear anything I say, love each other. Come together and talk. Let them know how you are. Let them know what you desire. And tell them that there's some places that you're not happy with. And parents, do the same. It's not always about picking up a belt or picking up this or discipline or taking this off. Sometimes it's just sitting at the table and say, let's talk. Tell me about your day. How was it? 
What did you do? Hey, I see you getting here now. Congratulations on the good job. I'm proud of you. Mom, dad, children, you can tell your mom how proud you are and appreciative that you are that they get up every morning and go to work just to make it happen for you. They go and make sure you got the best of best. What's wrong with us telling our parents how much we appreciate them, how much we love them? What if you made it your day to tell your parents every day, I love you, before you walk out the door? And vice versa, kids, I mean parents. What if you did the same to them? Somewhere down the road, somebody going to feel love and they're going to be all right. Because when times hit bad and they feel like they're all alone, they're going to remember that my mom and dad always told me love. Or parents going through a storm, they can sit back and see appreciative that your kid is. That might make the difference to them staying at that job or looking for another job. Maybe they say, I just pushed through another day because my kids believe in me. Instead of sitting at home and, and just waiting for the next check to come or drawing this or that, they're sitting up here saying, you know what? I am a role model for my kids. Kids, sometimes you're a role model for your parents because some of your parents didn't, you know, were not as successful in school as your kids are. So sometimes they're living their dream through you. Your dream has to be their dream. And they encouraged and they inspired because you were doing something that they couldn't do. You don't put them down about it. Oh, you didn't finish high school. Oh, you don't this. No, you sit back and say, at that time, understand that maybe they had to quit because they had to work to make sure they could provide. And through what they did then is providing for you now. I don't know. There's no perfect answer to how to be a parent. And there's definitely not a perfect answer how to be a kid. But one thing I can say, if you find a way to love each other, it makes things a little more bearable to deal with. I want to thank you for sharing your most valuable time with me. We pray that this session has provoked a thought that opened your eyes to an idea, which stimulates the mind to take action. You are one of unlimited possibilities. Take advantage of all the opportunities to create a better you. Learn how to love somebody so they can love you back.